0: Praise the Lord. First Samuel, beginning uh, chapter sixteen, beginning with verse four. Amen. So Samuel did what the Lord said, and he went to Bethlehem, and the elders of the town trembled at his coming and said, do, do you come peaceably? And he said, Peaceably I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. So it was when they came that he looked at Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. Verse 7, and this is, I want you to focus on this. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So Jesse called uh, Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shema passed by and he said neither has the lord chosen this one thus jesse made seven of his sons pass before samuel and samuel said to jesse the lord has not chosen these and samuel said to jesse are all the young men here then he said there remains yet the youngest and there he is and there he is keeping the sheep and Samuel said to Jesse, "Send and bring him, for we will not sit down till he comes here." So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, "Arise, anoint him, for this is the one." I want to talk to you tonight. It does matter what's underneath the surface. It matters what's underneath the surface. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, we love you tonight, God. We're so thankful for your grace and your mercy, your power, your love, your anointing. Amen. So glad, God, for the open doors and the and the the feeling of liberty and freedom that we feel in this house. Would you touch each mind, each heart, each life, God? Would you draw us ever closer to you, Lord Jesus, tonight as we worship and we praise and we Lord Jesus hear your word and feel your presence, God. In Jesus name and everybody said amen. God bless you, you can be seated. I'm so thankful, amen, that God sees things differently than the way I see them, amen. I'm glad that God, amen, is not stopped or intimidated, amen, or thwarted by the appearances of my circumstances or my situation, amen. I'm glad that I can take confidence and have belief, amen, and trust that no matter what's going on in my life, as bad, as dire, as good, amen, as triumphant, as tragic as it may seem, God knows what's going on behind the scenes, and God knows what's going on underneath the surface, and I'm glad here tonight that regardless of what was going on in my life, and maybe they were my own, amen, faulty actions, if you will, God was able to see through and read my heart and know my intentions and know what, what I purposed to do, amen, and that was to live for him and serve him. Can I get an amen? There was a man in John chapter 5, praise God, and you know the story, I'm going to use some familiar stories, amen, and I won't take long to make my point tonight, but there was a man that was, the Bible tells us, that was laying a man by a pool that was called Bethesda, amen, and he laid there lame for some 38 years, and the Bible tells us that not just this man laid there, but that there were a multitude of people that had been brought there and, and laid there, if you will, and they were with waiting for that one moment amen when that angel and i don't know if he stirred it with his finger but that's kind of the way i see it amen where that angel would reach down into that pool and he would begin to trouble the water amen and and when jesus walked up and saw this lame man laying there he asked him why he was laying there and the lame man said that if if i could if the the or actually the word just tells us that it, when the water was troubled the first one that would get in that water amen is the one that would get his or her answer, praise God. And so this lame man lay there, and the Bible tells us that when Jesus walked up to him, he asked him that, that famous question, Will you be made whole? Hallelujah. And that lame man, praise God, that Jesus knew, a man, scripture tells us, knew that he had been lame for 38 years. Years, Amen. I don't know if that means he was 38 years old or he had just been lame that long. I don't know that kind of insight. Amen. But I will tell you this. It was something that Jesus was already aware of when he walked up on the scene. Amen. And so that man, when he asked him, will you be made whole? He began to say, when the water is troubled, there are those that will get in front of me. There are those that will step over me. There are those that will get there before I get there. And to top it off, you know what? I'm lame and I'm laying on this bed And I just don't have anybody that'll drag Me down to the water's edge And see to it that I'm the first To get there amen and the Bible Tells us that Jesus Promptly tells him amen To take up his bed and walk And he gets up and he walks Can I tell you here today That you may be looking at your situation And maybe you feel like it's tragic And maybe you feel like you're on the bottom And maybe you've asked once or twice Or ten times or a thousand times and maybe there are those around you that you see haven't been there as long as you have and they're getting their blessing and they're getting their answer and they're getting, hallelujah, their healing and they're getting their miracle praise God. Can I tell you that even if you have excuses already made up on your list, amen, that you've been overlooked, you've been stepped over people have gotten in front of you people have interrupted your blessing they're the cause, they're the reason they're to blame, hallelujah, and they've gotten in your way, I'm here to tell you that Jesus it matters to him what's underneath the surface and he can see deep down inside that beyond the excuses underneath hallelujah the hurt and the pain and the reasons amen and all of those that you have overlooked you or overstepped you he can see below the surface amen and know that there's a desire praise God to get your answer amen God sees beyond every situation, and God is not a man intimidated by your excuses, and He is not thwarted a man by your lack of faith. A man, even though that is beyond some a man popular belief, a man we cannot stop God from being God. A man, we can a man get get in the way of God's will in our life, but if God wills something to happen, it's going to happen. Amen. If a door opens, no man can close it. And if God closes a door, no man can open it. Amen. And no matter what's going on in your life, God sees underneath the surface. There was a woman, and, and, and pastor has preached it to us here recently. A man that came to a well one day, and there Jesus sat a man as he was sitting on that well. Amen. And the Bible tells us that the disciples had gone, a man, to the grocery store that day, and the Bible says that that woman began to come up in the sixth hour of the day. Some have said that that was a time when everybody else was done and she wouldn't be seen and she wouldn't be noticed, amen. And here she comes and Jesus begins to talk to her about some water, amen, that he could give to her and she would never thirst again. She begins to tell him, how is it that you're even talking to a woman like me? You're a Jew. I'm a Samaritan. How is it that you are even having a conversation with me? You see, there were things on the surface. (laughs) There were things out there in front that she was having trouble with there were hurdles in her life amen that she had been taught these are things that are impossible you're not going to get an answer from a Jew you're not going to have a blessing from a Jew this is not your time this is not your place there were things that she had to get over amen that were on the surface and so she began to talk about that this was Jacob's well and are you greater than the man that that dug the well amen and he began to tell her if you would have known who, who a man was asking you And you would have asked him of water. He would have given you water that you would never thirst again. And so she said, he says, why don't you go get your husband and bring him back here? And she says, I don't have a husband, amen. And he said, you've answered correctly because you've had five husbands. And the one that you're with now is not even your husband, amen. And so there was something that Jesus was doing with that man that was by Bethesda, amen. And there's something that he was doing with this woman that was by the way. Amen. He could see beyond the circumstance. He could see underneath the surface. Amen. And while they, the both of them, amen, were a little bit uh, struggling with what was on the surface, praise God. God could see beyond their trouble. And God could see beyond the hurdles. And God could see beyond, amen, the mindsets and the struggles. Hallelujah. And he brought them their answer. Can I encourage you tonight that it doesn't matter what's on the surface. Don't be discouraged. Don't be interrupted. Don't be slowed down or brought down, hallelujah, or defeated by what's going on in your life. God knows what's under the surface. He knows what you need. He knows what you must have. And He wants to give it to you. Amen. It matters to God what's underneath the surface. You see, we as human beings struggle, praise God, It's hard to tell somebody that's been sick for years and years and years that God could heal them. It's hard to convince somebody that struggled year after year and day after day with loneliness, amen, that they don't have to feel alone. It's hard, amen, to tell somebody that suffers depression, amen, that there is sunshine coming in the morning. It's hard to let somebody know. You know why? They're seeing everything that's on the surface. They're looking at their trouble. They're looking at their trial all they can see is problem around every corner every stone they turn over there's a, there's emptiness and every amen time they begin to search they come up empty handed amen but I need to encourage somebody tonight that it matters to God what's in your life it matters to God what happens to you it matters to God where you are hallelujah he loves you he loves me he loves the worldly person he loves the lost he loves the found hallelujah and we've got to know Know that he doesn't stop at seeing just what's on the surface, but he sees down below. He knows what your heart needs, he knows what you need in your spirit, amen. There were those, amen, that as they were traveling, praise God, that ran to Jesus where he was at, amen and they began to listen to him teach and he began to give them lessons, amen and the disciples came to him and they let him know, you know, we're out here in a desert place and we're out here where there's nothing to eat and the folks are getting hungry I think, you know, it's about time you start sending them home so that they can go get themselves something to eat and something to drink, amen Jesus said, you feed them can I get a Sunday night, amen am I going too fast, amen He said, you feed them. You see, out there on the surface was a deserted place. Out there on the surface, amen, was hungry people. And not just a few, a multitude, thousands of hungry people, amen, had followed him that day. To the disciples, it was a a hurdle that they could not get over. It was a problem they could not solve. It was an issue they didn't have a solution for, amen. But Jesus said, what do we have? And he said, five loaves and two fishes. See, there's something underneath the surface there, amen, that God could see, praise God, that there was an answer where we could not see an answer, that there was a provision where we thought there was no provision. There was food where we thought there was just hunger, amen. There was plenty where we thought there was just desert. Praise God. God doesn't see things the same way that we do. Can I get an amen? He does not see things the way that you and I do. You see, God may see those things on the surface. And the thankful thing is and the the great thing is that no matter what we are going through, those things are not too big for God. Those problems and trials are not too tragic for him. There's no loneliness that we cannot get through, amen, because he sees it. And here's where I need to encourage you tonight, amen, that when those things are out there on the surface and they seem too big for you, amen, you have a God that greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. That means your trouble. That means your sickness. That means your loneliness. That means your depression. Hallelujah. That means how lost you are amen do you know how many people I've had tell me you don't know where I've been and you don't know what I've done you don't know what I've gone through maybe I don't amen but if you could just stop seeing what's out on the surface of your life I'm here to tell you God can see beyond it God can see under it God can see the end from the beginning and he can see the beginning from the end hallelujah he's not controlled by time like you and I are amen and he knows the answer and he is the answer and he wants to give it to you It matters what's underneath the surface. We could talk about Cornelius, a man. A man that we would say in his life, we would probably call him a good man. A man that was very religious. A man that gave. A man that was sacrificial. A man that had a prayer life. A man, a man, praise God, hallelujah, that even saw visions from the Lord. Praise the Lord. Some of us would like to see a vision from the Lord, amen. We would call him a good man. But you see, that's just right out there on the surface. To God, it matters what's underneath the surface. You see, Cornelius was a good man. He did things right, praise God. But God saw something in Cornelius that was lacking. And so God called Peter, and he sent Peter, amen, to the home of Cornelius, praise God. And as as Peter was there preaching, amen, Peter began to preach. And the Bible tells us that, that as he was preaching, the Holy Ghost fell on each of them, amen. But I thought Cornelius was a good guy. I thought Cornelius was a religious man. I thought he had a prayer life. He had a relation, an obvious relationship with God. But to God, it matters what's underneath the surface. So he sent for Peter to bring salvation to the Gentiles. And the very same salvation that he poured out in Acts 2.38 to the Gentiles, a man of repentance and baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and the remission, for the remission of sins and the infilling of the Holy Ghost, the Bible tells us that he brought that that day to the Gentiles. We can't allow tradition and religion, amen, to be a a hurdle that we cannot get over. We can't allow, amen, that to be a roadblock to us, amen. It matters what's underneath the surface to God. And so God brought Peter there to bring salvation to that home. And when he yet spake the words, amen, what words? When he preached to him the death, burial, and resurrection. When he preached to him Christ and him crucified. When he preached that message, the Bible says, And as he yet spake those words, the Holy Ghost fell on each of them and they spake with other tongues you know what's powerful about that the other Jews that came with Peter that day amen see they had some surface things to get over see they were standing there with their arms folded wondering why are we in a Gentiles home why are we here why are we spending time here and so after the Holy Ghost was poured out, Peter turned to those that came with him and he said, is there any among you that can refuse these to be baptized that have been filled with the Holy Ghost just like us? God took the time, a a man that was religious, a man that had a relation, an obvious relationship with God, and he took the time because it matters what's underneath the surface. Let's stand together. I wonder tonight, amen, I wonder tonight how many folks came here. I know that I preached quick, amen, and I did it on purpose, and I knew I was going to do it, amen. Because I believe God was trying to do something specific in each of our lives. I wonder how many people came here tonight thinking that their situation was too big, thinking that their mountain was too high, thinking that their valley was too deep, I wonder if there's anybody that came here that's lonely or sick or anybody that came here that feels like they have a great relationship with God but they're just lacking a little bit. Can I tell you here tonight? It matters to God. It matters to God. Amen. Why don't we bow our heads? Let's pray. Let's talk to the Lord. Would you begin to seek Him right now in your life? Would you begin to seek Him, amen, in your heart, in your mind? Would you begin to talk to Him? Amen. Would you begin to see those hurdles that are in your life? Would you begin to see those sicknesses? I want to encourage you right now, amen, no matter what you have been sick with or how long you have been sick with it, that God sees it, God knows, and it doesn't intimidate Him, it doesn't stop Him. Amen. You can be healed, you can be delivered. You can be brought out is there anybody amen as we're talking to God would you continue to call on his name would you build an atmosphere of prayer right now would you build an atmosphere amen where God can work and people will give their lives amen to him is there anybody that has a sickness in their body that would like to come is there anybody that would like to come and let the ministry anoint you with oil and pray for you is there anybody in this house you felt lonely or by yourself or your relationship is in shambles and you need you need God amen all you ever looked for is true love. Like the lady at the well, all you've ever wanted was true love. Amen. And then the master just walked into your life. Would you begin to pray? Would you begin to talk to him? Is there anybody that would come? Amen. That needs healing in their body, needs deliverance in their body. Amen. Needs a touch from God, a miracle from God, an answer from God. Is there anyone? Hallelujah. That would begin to make their way. Anybody that needs prayer in their life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah has a mountain in their life that needs prayer. Amen. Brother Buford, would you come and help us anoint with oil? Amen. Church, would you just stretch your hands forward? Would you just stretch them to the front and pray?